If you're listening to this podcast, you're more than likely an Australian small business owner who's interested in learning about marketing or looking to understand how marketing can have a positive impact on your business to help you grow, stand out, and drive more revenue. If this sounds like what you're looking for, then the Little Marketing Podcasts are perfect for you. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Little Marketing Podcast, where we provide you, Australian small business owners, with smart and tangible marketing advice to help you achieve some great results. Now, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about the importance of knowing your target audience and its impact on standing out from the competition and how those two are so closely related. Now, as you know, we're a marketing consultancy that's been providing marketing plans and advice to small businesses like you for almost 15 years. And in that time, we've learned so much, as you can imagine, about business owners, about their mindset, about what works for them and what doesn't. And we know that it's more than just a business, it's your livelihood. So based on all that experience, all those conversations, these podcasts are in line with the little marketing vision of helping business owners just like you achieve the best possible results for your organization. So let's get into today's episode. In the very first episode of the Little Marketing Podcast, we went through the process of how we find and define our point of difference. Um, And the fifth step in that process was defining your target audience. So in today's topic, we're going to be talking about the five key topics in regards to really defining who your target audience is and why that is super critical for your marketing and the success of your business. Let's get into these five key points. Number one, you want to be able to understand who your target audience is so that your message in your communication to them can be tailored specifically to that audience. So let me give you an example to help explain. If we were Mercedes-Benz, we provide prestige European vehicles. All of our marketing is going to be targeted to a more affluent audience. So all of our communication needs to be tailored to that audience. You know, people that appreciate and can afford such a vehicle, a vehicle that they can aspire to, maybe people that are a little bit showy. The communication, the look, the feel, the message needs to be related and targeted to that audience. One of of the things that we say in our business is, is it a needs match? What is, now, what does that mean? If people are looking for a prestige or European vehicle, when they go and see and they look at the marketing around Mercedes-Benz, does it appeal to them? Is it a match? Is it a needs match? The marketing that Mercedes-Benz is going to do won't be cheap or tacky. There's not going to be sales signs written all over it. With almost 400 car models, in the global market, they want to make sure that their marketing is spot on and is targeted as best as possible to their audience. They have to project a perception of class, of prestige. Remember that it's always important to put yourself in the shoes of your customer and your client when you're doing any communication. 
the look, the message, the feel are all important. But in addition to this, where are we actually going to speak to these people? Where where is it that we're going to get their attention? Where where is your audience going? Where is they where are they going to look or find your offering? Let's use another example. Is my audience going to be looking for me on LinkedIn? Are they going to look for me on Google or a Google search? Are they going to find me in a magazine? Are they going to find me in an industry publication? Let's pretend that an electrician is looking for new technology and parts to offer its end customers. Maybe let's pretend some type of different lighting. So in this example, and and I know a few um, electricians in this space, if they're leading edge, they're always looking for innovation. So they're going to be looking in, in publications that show these innovative products to see what's out there, what's what's up and coming, and see how they can potentially stand out from other electricians. So in saying that, let's pretend I'm the business that sells home automation to these electricians. So I know that the electricians are going to be looking in these innovative publications. So I want to be top of mind, I want to be in their face when it comes to what I do and my innovative products. So there's no point in, if I'm in home automation business, there's no point in me existing or innovating if I'm not going to be telling anybody about my products. So conversely to this example, let's pretend I'm in home automation business, but my audience isn't electricians, it's do-it-yourself products, of which there's many in the marketplace very different audience, right? You've got your mum and dads and you've got your electricians. Very, very different audience, very, very different motivations. So if that's the case and I'm the home automation business targeting mums and dads, I'm not going to be publishing or I'm not going to be marketing in an industry publication, but rather I'm going to be marketing where mums and dads are looking. So I might be marketing or having my products in retail stores, or I'm gonna have an online presence for them to look at my product, do some research before they go into a store to to test it out and touch and feel it. So depending on your business, I want, you you may want them to, to see you or touch you in more than one place to assist in their decision making. Remember that Everyone is different and every business is different. So as a small business, you need to take the time to consider a few things. Where will people find you? Where are they looking for you? Where will be able to prompt them about what we do and why we're different? We can't do any of this if we don't know who our audience is. So you can start to see how all of these pieces are related and why knowing your audience is so important. Number two, is your existing audience your ideal audience? What does that mean? Let me use an example to help explain. Pretend that you sell, have you guys seen those human therapeutic sauna pods? They look like something that's made in the future. So you you lie down in them, it looks something similar to those tanning pods. But they're basically pods where they help you to they help you with sporting injuries, recover from injuries, help you to relax and general therapy for your body. And let's pretend that you import them and you're the exclusive distributor for them from the UK into Australia. 
and that you sell these pods to customers and clients for around $10,000. So when you started your business, you probably thought that you could sell them to individuals, to mums and dads to have in their home. And you might've thought that this would be your initial audience because you had friends that would say, oh, that's a great idea. We'll definitely love to buy one of those. And then when when the time comes, they don't buy it. We all have friends like that, right? So you start to sell a few of them, but because of their expensive price tag, it becomes harder than you thought. So you start to think and consider an alternative. How can I best sell them to an audience that is willing to pay $10,000? So you start to consider gyms who already have that type of clientele who would need this offering after they train? Could you sell it to physiotherapists or tanning clinics who can potentially afford $10,000 purchase as an investment in their business? So let's do the numbers on this example. So a rough lease, and these are just rough numbers, but they're to give you and help you explain. So a rough lease on a $10,000 product for a business would roughly ballpark be around a $300 investment over, sorry, a $300 month investment over three to five years. So if the salon that's purchased the $10,000 pod charged $50 a session in these pods, they'd only need to get kind of, you know, six customers a month or, or one or two a week to cover that investment. So that seems like a pretty reasonable investment. And as the person that's selling the pods, a much easier sell to the salons, to the gyms, etc. The point of this example is that your existing audience isn't always your ideal audience. So it's always good to sit back, evaluate potentially every year and ask yourself, is my existing audience really my ideal audience? The critical thing about this is that once you decide and that you know that a particular audience is working, you need to then not be scared to communicate to that audience and be super explicit about who your audience is and who you focus on. Don't feel like because you're communicating strongly to a particular audience that you're eliminating another audience. If potential gyms or therapists are coming to your website to look at your pods, but they see that you're selling to mums and dads, so pictures of them in their home, in their spare room, etc., they, they might get turned off. But if they go to the website and they see on the homepage there's a big strong image of a pod within a gym or within a, a, a salon and there's a big message that says something about you know getting your pods installed in your venue today or get a quick return on investment within your business, they're going to be thinking, okay, people like me are also buying this product and they feel like it's a bit more relatable them and a bit more comfortable to them. And there's more of a needs match. We talk about that needs match. You want them to feel comfortable and relatable to what you're selling. So then these types of businesses, um, you know, physiotherapists, gyms, etc., will see that there's a, a needs match for them and they can relate to that picture and relate to that message. The perception is that the existing and current audience are like-minded to them. They can relate to it chances are they have a, we have a much better chance of them feeling like they can there's a needs match for them and a better connection and chance of them purchasing.
Let's look at our business, Little Marketing, as another example. We have always been super focused on Australian small businesses and all of our communication, like these podcasts, are tailored to that audience. So we're super definitive about that and we're super clear about that. People can never or will never mistake who our audience is and who we tailor our service to. They get it with all of our communication and we're consistent when communicating who our audience is and we drive that home over and over again. We take every opportunity to constantly confirm that. So when a small business owner does come across our business, they know that we are the experts in small businesses and that we know our audience back to front inside out. Your clients and your customers want to know that you understand them and that you can treat them right because you know them so well and that your offering is super tailored to them because you understand them. Number three, knowing your audience allows you to differentiate your business in relation to the competition. What do I mean by that? If you are not clear in your communication about who the audience is and be really vague, then you will start to compete with people that aren't even your competitors because you're not explicit about who your audience is. Let's use another example. Let's pretend you're a plumber who targets strata management companies. So strata management companies will give you the work to go within unit blocks to do the plumbing. On your plumbing website, you say that you do plumbing for everybody and you don't talk about that focus of strata management companies being what you do best. So let's continue and play this example out. So I'm a strata manager and I go to two websites. The first plumbing website, which is yours, says that you do plumbing for everybody. Then I go to another website, your competitor's website, and remember, this always come this this topic always comes back to the competition. Your competitor's website specifically communicates that they focus on strata management companies. They have a big banner at the top of the website that has a big picture of a strata building. He has a big strong heading on the banner that says "Leading Plumbers for Strata Management Companies." So they're super explicit and super obvious about who they target. So if I'm a strata manager, I'm thinking, okay, they know what our business is all about. They understand strata managers and strata management companies. They know how we work. They know how a strata strata community works, the intricacies of the whole strata industry. Now, as a strata manager, I know who I'm choosing. And I'm sure that you would do the same if you were in the same boat as me. My point be super explicit and really define and scream from the rooftops who your audience is and that you're the expert for them. Number four, always put yourself in your clients and customers' shoes. So if you decide on a particular target audience, then make sure that when you start to roll out and execute that marketing and that communication, be really clear and simple in that messaging. Make sure you put yourself on the other side of the fence and pretend that you are a customer or client and be super objective. And it's hard sometimes as a business owner to to be like that, but, but try to be objective or get someone that is close to you to be objective for you. 
Pretend that you're the strata management company. Go to your website and say to yourself, okay, if I was a strata manager, would I choose my plumbing business to help me with my strata and why? Always evaluate and make sure that you're on the right path because it's so easy as a business owner to lose track and lose a bit of focus. We get we get caught up in the day-to-day and we get distracted really easily. So depending on who your team, depending on, on your team and who's managing your business and who's managing your marketing, as I said, it's super easy to stray, stray away from your core audience um, and stray away from what that communication is. Just make sure that you're consistent in that marketing. Consistency is key in everything that you do. Not just in marketing, but in in your business and in routine and in habit in general. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Don't be scared in your marketing to repeat the same messages because it's the only way to cut through. Remember that we live in such an over-communicated and cluttered society emails, SMS, billboards, Netflix, TV ads, social media, you name it, we get bombarded every day, right? So as humans, we can only take in so many messages and remember so many things. As a business, you need to be clear. If you're not clear and consistent in your marketing, the job of cutting through to your audience becomes so much more difficult and almost impossible to stand out from the competition. Be true to your audience and be true to your communication. The final point today, point five. Let's discuss innovation. If you know your audience really well and you're crystal clear on that, you can be constantly innovating in and around that audience. If 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 you know your audience really well, you can then start to get a good feel from them about the extra needs, the extra services, the extra products that you feel like they may need or the trends that are coming or that are around. Let's pretend your business is providing active wear to a female audience. So you start to create trends and innovation in your active wear based on what your customers are telling you or based on international trends or based on your own innovation on ideas and designs because you know your audience so well. If you start to innovate within your offering, whether it's a product or a service, it doesn't matter, and become a leader, you become a leader by default because you innovate specifically to your audience And because you're so focused and because you understand your audience so well, it allows you to be focused in that innovation. It allows you to live and breathe that audience. And it allows that innovation to come a bit more naturally and easier because you're not trying to innovate for everybody. You're innovating for an audience that you live and breathe. You're, You're innovating for a community that you know and for an audience that you know. So time for our one minute recap on why understanding your target audience is so important and its impact on standing out from the competition. Number one, we can be super targeted in our messaging when we communicate to an audience and we know how audience is. Number two, is your existing existing audience your ideal audience? Do the numbers stack up? Keep evaluating. Number three, 
Knowing your audience allows you to differentiate your business from the competition. Remember, it's always about the competition. Number four, always put yourself in your clients or customers' shoes and be objective as possible. And number five, it allows you to innovate. If you know your audience so well and you're the expert in that audience, it becomes easier because you're speaking to them every day, you know what they want, and it really allows you to differentiate from the competition. So that's it for today's episode. I hope that gives you some really crucial and tangible advice around defining your audience and the impact that it has on your marketing and standing out from the competition. As always, if today's podcast helped, made a difference to you, your business, your life, be sure to share it with other smart, passionate, and ambitious Australian business owners just like you. That's it. Thanks for listening. We love small business. See you back here next time. Just a reminder, to get even more out of today's episode, go to the show notes to find the link or visit littlemarketing.com.au where you can download a worksheet with the key points discussed in today's episode. This is so that you can make your own notes around some of the things discussed, get your marketing moving and start implementing. Again, thanks for listening and have a great day.